You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. You can get smart with your investing with help from knowledgeable professionals, customizable tools, and education designed just for you at TD Ameritrade, where smart investors get smarter. Member SIPC. Welcome to a special edition of The Most Interesting Thing in Tech, or not particularly special, but it will be the first of, I hope, many in which I do not touch my face. Because as anybody who watches the news knows, you should not be touching your face. All right. The Most Interesting Thing in Tech, Twitter is introducing fleets. Those are tweets that are fleeting and disappear. They're following all the other social platforms. Snapchat was the first, Instagram stories, Facebook stories. LinkedIn has them as well. And now on Twitter, at least in this project they're piloting in Brazil, you can tweet something and then it will go away. I remember when this idea first came about with Snapchat and I thought, why is this any good? The whole point of social platforms is put out some information, people respond, it exists as a historical document, you can understand somebody's train of thought over time by looking at their history. But Snapchat showed that my instinct was wrong. Actually, if you make stuff disappear, it reduces inhibitions people have about posting and can make people much more engaging on social platforms. Snapchat was a huge success. Instagram stories, by reducing the stress that people feel about putting an image on Instagram, because they know it will disappear, they created this really fun, exciting part of Instagram. They're totally different behaviors on the Instagram main feed and the Instagram stories feed, ways that are fascinating. So, Twitter, let's talk about it. There are going to be advantages here, right? There are definitely people who would like to engage in conversations who aren't right now, who are just lurking. And because fleets exist, they'll engage. That's probably a good thing. It will help solve the problem of tweets made at one time coming back and being weaponized at another time. Right? You tweet a joke that is funny in one moment. Somebody finds it three years later at a different moment, and you're in hot water. I wish there were less of that on Twitter, so having disappearing fleets is possibly helpful. It's yet another example of Twitter seeing a product that people are using on their own and incorporating it into the main product. There's an add-on called Tweet Deleter that a lot of people use to delete their tweets. Twitter is essentially incorporating that. So there are a bunch of reasons why I can see Twitter is doing this, and there are a bunch of things that might be good about it. 
The problem, of course, is that if you give people less inhibitions before they post, they are more likely to post nasty stuff. You're more likely to be mean or post an offensive joke because you know it will disappear. And Twitter's problem isn't that not enough people are engaging. It's that there's too much misinformation, there's too much hatred, there are too many nasty conversations. So at the very least, I would say, if I worked in the Twitter product department, I would not make this the number one priority. I'm not saying it is, but I wouldn't even make it a top priority. In any case, we'll see how it works. We'll see how it changes behavior. And maybe I'll go post some fleets right now. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.